0: Sunny 101.5 with Tell me, something good. Tell
1: me Something Good. Tell me something good.
0: Tell Me Something Good is brought to us by the South Bend School Corporation. Here's Tracy.
2: Today's Tell Me Something Good is about an award-winning South Bend Schools adult education program. It's helping adults complete their high school education. You know, unfortunately, there are a lot of circumstances that can keep students from graduating from high school. Family issues, financial constraints, personal struggles, but there is an avenue for these adults to reach those goals. It is never too late. So this morning we wanna welcome Tara Lashandro to our show. Tara is a family literacy instructor with South Bend School's Adult Education Program. Good morning, Tara, thanks for being here. Good
1: morning. Thank you for having me.
2: Tara, adult education is so important, isn't it?
1: It is. It truly is. And it it can really make a huge difference in not only one person's life, but an entire family's and a community's life. I've seen that firsthand from what the work we've been doing here.
2: Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about South Bend's adult education program.
1: Sure. So... Um, We offer a variety of programs um, through adult education, which go into things like the GED, which we actually offer GED and we call HiSET, so basically the high school equivalency. If you haven't graduated from a traditional high school, you can come back at 17, 70, whatever age you want, Mm -hmm. and complete your high school equivalency. So we offer programs for a number of students in that sector. We also offer a number of ELL uh, programs for anyone in the community who wants to um, learn and or improve their English skills. So we have various levels of ELL courses, and we offer those to our community as well. The family literacy course that I teach is kind of a combination of those um, where we invite families with little ones who have children six months to about five years um, and they can come and work on their high school equivalency with me. And we have a preschool, um, a whole entire classroom with two wonderful preschool instructors who work with a curriculum for preschool children. So it's not a babysitting program, it's actual education for your kids they are getting um, their education while mom is getting her education and it's a great program. Um, So we we also work on parenting skills, nutrition, health, wellness, um, a whole myriad of things throughout the family literacy program um, that incorporate working with your kids too.
2: That's so good. And the program recently won an award, didn't it?
1: Yeah. Our adult education program won the Award of Excellence through IAADE, which is the Indiana Association for Adult Education and Learning, and this, I believe, was the first year of its kind or type. Um, Our South Bend Ed program for adult ed also offers um, career exploration and career training services. So once you're done with your HISAT, your GED, um, or even your ELL classes. Um, we have a, um, an expert in the field of career training who helps to get people involved in different training programs. So we offer things like logistics, um, we have a, a certified medical assistant program, OSHA, um, all sorts of different, we even have a welding program, which is amazing. So all of those programs combined with our academics and our ELL, kind of brought us to getting this award of excellence. We brought in a lot of students from St. Joe County. We got a lot of graduates last, well, this past June, walking through with their diplomas and their certificates um, from the different programs that they earned. And so those numbers, that data, and just the amount of wonderful people with a lot of dedication got us that award which was outstanding.
2: Incredible and it has to mean a better employment for these folks in the future I would assume. Do you have any success stories that you can share?
1: Certainly Um, I've only been with the program for just under two years but in that short amount of time I've seen my first success story, I would say, was a man who was, in his mid-60s, he came to evening classes with us for to gain his high school equivalency. He was dedicated, he was working six days a week, he had seven grandkids, and he wanted to prove to his grandkids that he could earn his GED, earn his high school equivalency. And he did, and um, it was not only um, you know for himself, but he really wanted to do this for his grandkids, which was awesome Aww. and just amazing. Uh, I also had a wonderful mom who just also recently graduated with a little girl, three year old, tiny little thing. Um, she finished her high school equivalency in under six months and she finished her CMNA program, which was a certified medical assistant in under six weeks. And she was just really, really determined. She put in tons of effort. She made great use of the program and her time, and she she got her wings, and now she's flying and doing great things. So, very proud of her.
2: Well, Tara, congratulations on this uh, Education Program of Excellence Award. That's incredible. And who would they call to get more information?
1: Sure. So, um the phone number for our main office is 574 393 5801. Tell me something good. Tell me
0: something good. All the latest Hollywood drama, hookups, deals and scandals. Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5 657 and here's Tracy.
2: Thanks, Jack. Well, one of his producers says Mick Jagger has an interesting habit in the recording studio losing his clothes while recording. Got Literally I when
0: that happens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Producer Andrew Watt, who produced the Rolling Stones' new albums just coming out, told Billboard that yeah. uh, Mick starts wearing a sweater, a button-down, and a T-shirt, and then two takes in, the sweater comes off, and then two takes later, mm-hmm. the button-down comes off, and then suddenly he's down to a T-shirt, yeah. and he's ripped, and he's 80, and he's giving you the whole full-blown Mick Jagger thing, and shaking it, and sweating.
0: By the end of the album, it's it's a, really it's just disgusting.
2: Well, see, and he. <laughs> Comment on that, Jack. Comment on whether Jagger loses his clothes entirely while recording, which well, makes me think maybe he
0: does. About 10, I mean, at least 10 songs on an album. I Gosh, mean, it gives hilarious. you plenty of time to disrobe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, meanwhile. Yeah, Mich- can do what he wants. Exactly. Exactly. Michelle Williams has Britney Spears back. She is going to narrate the audio version of her tell-all memoir, The Woman in Me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reese Witherspoon was first picked, but she wasn't available. Uh, Britney's only reading the introduction herself before handing it off. She said reliving everything has been exciting, heart-wrenching, and emotional, to say the least. And she went on to say she's grateful to Michelle Williams for reading the rest of it. It's actually the first time Michelle Williams is actually going to narrate an audiobook. Hmm. The Woman and Me will hit bookshelves next week. All right. Well, since Jada Pinkett Smith dropped the bomb about her seven-year separation with Will Smith last week. Yeah. You know, we're getting new tidbits every day. It's her new book called Worthy, and they're kind of juicy. <laughs> Jada was on the Today Show yesterday, and she told Hoda Kotb that she and Will are working to get back together fully. She said, we're really concentrating on healing well, the been, relationship they've been t- separated for
0: seven years. I don't think they're trying that hard.
2: Uh, that's what I was thinking, but <laughs> I don't know. And here's the thing. During an appearance last weekend on the, the Jay Shetty podcast, Jada opened a note, a beautifully written note from Will, that described his emotions and admiration for her after reading her book. So, huh. Wow. Well. I'm not sure that I saw that coming.
0: No, I didn't see that coming.
2: Meanwhile, American Idol winner Lane Hardy is asking fans to help fund his upcoming music.
0: You want to hear? I
2: do. You remember him, right? A lot of people will. Yeah. He's great. He started a GoFundMe time. Get L.H.'s music out. Uh-huh. He says he's tried to raise money to record music in studios, pay for travel expenses back and forth from Nashville, pay for instruments, and promoting his music. As of uh, as of this morning, his GoFundMe has raised about thirty-five hundred dollars of its one hundred thousand dollar goal. He parted ways with 19 Entertainment and Disney Music Group. Uh, they had he had signed with them after winning American Idol. Um, and, and parted ways with them following some legal trouble last year. Hardy won season 17 of American Idol back in 2019.
0: He's got a rock star name, too. Lane Do- Hardy. Exactly. I mean,
2: wonder if that's his real name. I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. Well, Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown is ready to say goodbye to the show that made her famous. She did an interview with Glamour and talked about being ready to move on, saying... Let's tackle this last senior year. Let's get out of here. She also says the show's end doesn't mean the end of her relationship with the cast. She says, when it ends, I'm still going to be able to see these people. Nobody's dying. The final season of Stranger Things will premiere on Netflix in late 2025 or possibly 2026. Okay. All righty. Ready to do some birthdays?
0: Oh, boy. Man. All right. Here we go.
2: Uh, Felicity Jones.
0: Okay. Felicity Jones is, uh, 35. She's 40. She's 40. You were
2: overshooting everyone yesterday. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm trying to go the opposite. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really
0: trying to go. (laughs)
2: Uh, how about Mike Judge?
0: Okay. Um, Mike Judge is. Uh... <laughs> Meet uh, Beavis but, but. and <laughs> uh, He's got to be, uh, he's probably 60. 61. 61. Okay, I'm still under. Mm hmm.
2: And uh, I'm the under
0: over. I'm still.
2: Exactly. You're doing well. (laughs) Eminem.
0: Okay. Oh, Oh, boy. Let's see, man. I don't know. Now he has been around longer than. okay, don't go over. Keep your record going. Don't go over. But he I, I he's been around for he's got to be at least 50. 51. He's 51. Woohoo! I did it. You did it. I Good did job. it. I... Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's life hacks. Yep, it is 743.
2: All right, my life hack. I thought this was a great idea, and I'm not sure I don't have a cat. No. I mean, I've heard that they can kind of scratch threads from your couch or your furniture. Yeah, they've been known to do that. If you don't have a little scratching post, (laughs) they can go a little crazy. Right. So you know what you need to do to kind of fix that damage as best you can? Use Hmm. a beard trimmer, and that'll remove those little cat scratch threads. From a couch, a chair. Oh, whatever. really? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and I've seen a before and after. It's really amazing.
0: How about it? Very good. Well, mine has to do with the perfect French fry. Mm, okay. French mm, fries. French fries. Mmm. they can't do. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, now. To achieve the perfect balance of crispy outside... And tender inside for your fries, it's an art. You know, it takes, yeah, absolutely. takes a little practice. Yeah. But here's how you can make those restaurant-style fries at home. Okay. Begin with Russell potatoes, cut uniformly, mm-hmm. and employ the... Do you mean russet potatoes? What did I say? Russell. I I said Russell?
2: I thought you did.
0: Okay, well, you, <laughs> you know that you begin with russet <laughs> potatoes. Okay. And you cut uniformly and empty or employ the tender fry hack. That means soak the slices in cold water for two to three hours.
2: Oh! It releases
0: starch for a fluffy interior. This is the key to that.
2: Wow. So okay. So it, that's a great tip.
0: Well, well, you got. I mean, you got to. If, you know, two to three you hours. You have to plan ahead. You got to plan ahead. Then you fry at 325 until lightly golden, and then drain and cool. And then for the grand finale, fry them again at 375 for that crispy exterior. Sprinkle a little sauce, toss, and serve immediately. And those russet potatoes, man, let me tell you, Mm. they will rock. Mm. (laughs) Now, if
2: you have the patience, that sounds amazing.
0: And you know... I don't. You do. Not. <laughs> Jack and Tracy's life hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Sunny 101.5, 7:56, and time for another edition of Go Figure. Now, I'm telling you this, Tracy, because I know you've been kicking around the idea of getting your very own Guinness World Record. <laughs> but, I, but I wanted to.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: But I wanted to give you a heads up on something. Okay. If you've been thinking about uh, getting the Guinness World Record for having the most rubber ducks, you better. Oh,
2: I was definitely considering that.
0: Well, you better listen up here because a Seattle woman has a collection of five thousand six hundred and thirty-one. Oh my gosh. Rubber ducks. She said she originally intended to quit collecting with only seven. Okay. Charlotte Lee, 54, said she bought her first rubber duck in 96 to decorate her bathroom. And I thought I would quit after I had seven, but then friends would come over and see them. Soon I was getting them as gifts for my birthday and Christmas. Well, now, Lee now has 5,631 duckies. earned her the Guinness World Record for the largest selection of rubber ducks. She said her collection is still growing. So... If you want to challenge that, uh, I'd get moving here. Cause it's you, not, you know, all know. I
2: can think of is Ernie, Rubber Rep- ducky d- song. You're
0: so fine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I also have a whole army of friends and acquaintances to help me find ducks all over the world.
1: Oh, wow.
0: How about the friends find maybe mm. finding, well, that's, you know, if, if, the, if you're getting if you're getting pleasure from collecting ducks, you just go right ahead. And you do you. You do you. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And go figure. <laughs>